0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Soul's Conquest. I'm your host, Mathru Masapati, and I welcome you to season five of this wonderful, wonderful journey that we have been on for almost two years now. Woohoo! I'm super so excited to share with you the stories of amazing coaches, creatives, and entrepreneurs from around the world. are here to share their journeys, their crafts, their stories of obstacles and how they overcame it, tips, solutions, advice, all these wonderful, wonderful things all jam-packed into one single episode that you can listen to after this intro ends. So plug in your headphones or earphones or AirPods or whatever you guys listen to on. Grab your phone, make sure that you have your notes app open to write down anything that resonates with you and let's tune into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Souls Conquest Season 5. I am super, super hyped to have Malik Thurman. We have had a few conversations. It has hit off wonderfully, and I know that you guys are going to resonate a lot with him. So without further ado, (laughs) thank you so much for coming on here, Malik. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I'll say before I hopped on here, I told you it was early here, but that's that's good because I'm awake now. I'm ready to go.
0: Oh, yay. Let's go. (laughs) Amazing. So... For those who are listening to you for the very first time or watching you for the very first time, can you please go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, as you said, my name is Malik Thurman. Um, Online, I usually like going by Malik Allen. Um, I've I've published a lot of things. I I, I do a lot of work on YouTube and social media and different things like that. Um, But most recently, um, I've been taking YouTube a lot more serious. Um, On my YouTube, I do a lot of uh, gaming. Um mainly video games and with that, I've been able to help out you know a lot of my friends YouTube pages and different things like that and outside of all of that, I do work full time in marketing as well, so it's kind of where I am today
0: yeah that's that's like a full fledged career that you have going on there yes. I love that for you. How did you um if you don't mind me, you know we if you're comfortable with it, let's go ahead with the youtubing aspect. Is yeah. that something you're comfortable with,
1: yeah. Yep.
0: I mean so I wanted to ask you how did you get started on this journey what made you go you know what let me youtube
1: Yeah so um I, I'm sure you're aware of the platform Twitch um Twitch was really big when I was a teenager um you watched a lot of your favorite gamers play video games my mom and dad never understood it they're like you're just you're just watching someone play video games and I'm like <laughs> it's it's kind of more to it because it's it's kind of like you're like chilling with them it's kind of like you're just spending time with you know what I mean somebody you kind of look up to in a sense um and the older you get you realize how much money those people made not saying that's everything but that kind of adds to the inspiration yeah I could try to do something like that so um I started on Twitch um I'll say give or take like 2017 2016 and I just did not have a lot of momentum on there um you know I I couldn't get a lot of people to come on there and watch me um come to find out Twitch is just a very saturated platform Mm. there's not a lot of discoverability on there as far as I want to just find a new person I want to watch. People specifically went to that platform to watch someone specific. So it was kind of hard to build a following on the platform. So kind of honestly around, I would say like 2020 um, was when I, I had a lot of free time. A lot of people did. And I was like, I'm just going to post some YouTube videos. I mean, I've always talked about it. I've always wanted to do something gaming wise. And I posted my first YouTube video. The lighting was terrible. My mic was terrible. The editing was below par. And that first video got like a hundred views. And that was like the most views I've ever, you know what I mean? Gotten on anything I've done. And that was kind of just like the light of like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep trying and keep going at it.
0: Oh, I love it. You know, something you were mentioning, you know, uh, when you watched all these Twitch streamers actually be on there and you're chilling with them. I just realized Mm -hmm. it's a great way to kind of build your community as well, because you are vibing with the people that are attracted to the same exact thing that you are. What do you have to say about that?
1: Yeah, no, that's that's literally why you live stream is what I've learned, because now I, I do live streaming on YouTube as well. And it, the first few people that join that live stream are people that are, that, that want to know more about me. You know, they're, they're asking what I ate today. You know what I mean? They're asking, what well, what's, did you watch the game last night and different things like that. And you, you can't get those real-time responses from, like I said, people you look up to people you're inspired by. It's hard to get those real-time responses. So 100%, I, I think it's a huge way to build a platform and it's a huge way to continue growing your, um, your your camp you know what i mean the people Mm. that's really rooting for you because you 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 have that one-on-one interaction with them to be like you know that that that's funny or you know i mean yeah i did see that and i think it's really cool
0: yeah i love that i have to ask you when you first started out on this journey of youtubing you mentioned that while you did start off doing twitch in 2017 you started doing uh, youtubing in 2020 so between that time Did you ever have any limiting beliefs that made you go, you know what, this ain't working, I'm going to stop right now, kind of a thing?
1: Um... Yes. And it was mainly just because of, like I said, the experience I was having on Twitch as far as like, you know, I don't have the the best camera. I don't have the best mic. And like those limitations, I feel like was weighing heavy on me because those are the people you watch. You watch the people with the two thousand dollar computer. You watch the people with the thousand dollar camera. and And it's hard to be like, I can do that, too, without dropping thousands and thousands of dollars. And mm-hmm. like I said, YouTube was kind of that platform that showed me that. YouTube was the first platform I seen where people don't care about webcams, you know what I mean? People don't care about, um, you know what I mean? They're editing, it's all about, like I said, finding your tribe and finding your people that enjoy the same thing you enjoy. Wow, enjoying, like, okay, obviously they don't have the best camera now, but they could have the best camera, you know what I mean? In the future, yeah. I feel like that's kind of, that's kind of how I've built my momentum. So in that, I feel like in that break from Twitch going to YouTube was that like, Okay. I don't need the best thing. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't, I don't need the, the, the best camera. I, I just need to, to do what I do. I need to do what I have. And that, that was kind of, I feel like that, that lull of switching from Twitch to YouTube was just getting that mindset together of I, I don't need to have everything right now. I can just get started. Um,
0: yeah i definitely resonate a lot with that because i feel like i was in the same boat as you are right i i used to watch all these amazing i mean i still do watch all my amazing youtubers and they have all this big stuff right but thankfully they were the people who were also like you know what start out just do what you have to do and you can slowly build up and that that was one of the biggest limiting beliefs for me as well that oh my gosh i you know I don't know how to operate different kinds of tech. Like I was telling this to you just before our podcast started, (laughs) I was figuring out all the tech stuff was going haywire. I was like, oh my gosh, things are getting chaotic. And so I was like, I don't know how to do this, but I feel like thanks to YouTube being a space where literally anyone can post no matter, you know, with what equipment they're posting, it gave me a bit of um, leeway to slowly build up and learn as I was building up. I wanted to ask you, you know, this is something that uh, came that is coming from what I just shared. Did you have Mm. any mentors or anyone that you looked up to or any kind of support system in this journey when you started YouTubing? Um, Yeah. Did you have anyone who was like this is what you're supposed to do kind of things.
1: yeah um yes and no mm-hmm. um there's a it's funny because when i think of a mentor i usually like to think of someone that's reachable because I, I am a mentor to people and I, I like to think i'm a mentor because i am reachable but as far as like the gaming space and the content creator space i did it you know i i really did not have someone that was like don't do that do this don't do that do this and from that, I had to, like I said, look deeper into the people I did enjoy watching. And a, a Twitch streamer that I did enjoy watching, his name was Lyric. Um, L-I-R-I-K, Lyric. And he does not stream with a webcam. He literally turns on his stream. You can hear him eating in the background. Uh, he's talking to his cat. You know, it's, it was just a really genuine experience. And I think that's, that was my biggest takeaway when I started on YouTube was I, I just have to be genuine. I just have to be myself. And like you said, the rest will come. I'll be able to learn how to edit. I'll be able to learn my mic stuff and. I feel like that was kind of my mentor I guess to say when I did start doing content creation was just being genuine because I liked his content so much of Mm -hmm. him eating chips on the mic and you know I mean like hold on let me grab some water and like it was just it was like I said it was just a very genuine experience every time you watch him.
0: Mm. do you believe authenticity is important when you are live streaming or when you are creating content on YouTube or literally anywhere else on this platform on this world
1: 1000%. I I get this from my dad mainly. My dad is always the one that's told me like it's easier to just be yourself. Like <laughs> if there's any if there's any job in this world that is by far the easiest one is to be yourself. So, yeah. Yes. When I when I'm making videos and different things like that, like I don't I don't try to oh such and such would have did it this way. Like I I literally just go into it just me and myself and I I do think that is very important.
0: Hmm. yeah you know i hear you uh this is something that my mom used to tell me and she still says this a lot of times you know that it's easier to say the truth than to lie because if you lie once you have to keep lying to build upon that lie exactly and so yep. it's like you know what just just be honest it's okay people are not gonna lie. It's like it's <gasps> People are not right. there, like me? Whatever you do <laughs> right. make this entire career is built out of people like She's like, no, no, no. Not everyone will vibe with you and it's all right exactly. if not everyone vibes with you because you don't personally vibe with a lot of people. It's completely natural. I mean, they are not losing their sleep over, oh my gosh, you know what? Madhima doesn't vibe with me. I need to do something real quick. <laughs> so people, like, right? Yeah, so like, I was like, ah, you know, that that is definitely one of the things that I learned on this journey was to just be myself. I want to ask you, as you were starting out, and you know what, I'm just going to put this disclaimer out there. I sometimes repeat a single phrase over and over again. So yeah. you're probably going to hear me say, I want to ask you something, <laughs> I want to yeah. ask you. So uh, for everyone listening, this is something that has happened way too many times on this podcast. So I just, you know, i if you are listening to me say, I want to ask you I want to ask you something again after this point, you need to hydrate. You need to drink that's water. how they that's how they
1: know a good question is on the way. That's yeah. what, that's what we'll say. <laughs> they know a good question is on the way when that yes. drops.
0: Oh yay, for sure. And you know what? Honestly, hydrate. You know? Hydrate. Yes, for drink sure. Drink a lot of water. Make this a drinking game, but drink water. Um, <laughs> we need to hydrate a lot, honestly. Uh, but- Yes, <laughs> but yeah, I want to ask you as you are starting or uh, uh, during the time when you started out till now, you already mentioned that not having proper equipment was one of the limitations that you had. Did you have any other uh, physical? obstacles on this journey or any other mental obstacles on this journey when you were starting out because i know a lot of youtubers out there they kind of are like oh my gosh we we don't have enough subscribers right now i don't know if people are vibing with our content or not so um did you and did you ever have any of these obstacles and what were the solutions you came up with
1: um yeah yeah i mean like i said i've been on youtube 2020 i usually like to say 2021 because it was like the very end of 2020 was when i like finally started it and i will say one thing i, I kind of limited myself on was when i i started watching people that were at the same level as me mm-hmm. as far as somebody else who has 500 subscribers 600 subscribers and it kind of it kind of messed me up on like Dang, they, they just went up 20 more subscribers and i'm still at the same point i'm at and something, this is a conversation I had to, like I said, somebody that I would consider a mentor to was um, y- you, have to, you have to learn how to, to elevate. You have to mm. learn how to elevate at all times. And when you're on YouTube and you're, and you're thinking of content ideas and you're posting content ideas, I kind of, like I said, when it gets to like the second or third video in a series, and like I said, you start looking at the analytics, you start looking at that data and you're like, I, I haven't grown you know what I mean? Since when I started this series. And I that's what I told the person that I mentor is you don't have to scrap that whole series, but what, what's a small change you can make in that series? And I think starting out, I, I wasted so much time of just trying to just find my one technique. You know what I mean? Trying to find my one content idea that's going to stick or go viral, I guess to say. And it kind of has just turned into Okay I I did that already what can I do to level that up and that just that mindset alone has has I think elevated me faster than anything I've done. Um and, and like I said, I think that first limitation was like, hey, how how are they growing so fast? You know what I mean? How how did they just go up hundred subscribers? And then I'm I'm finally looking at their videos and look at what they're doing. I'm like, oh, he did a different editing technique this video. You know what I mean? Like, oh he he's playing a new game he hasn't played yet. You know what I mean? And I was starting to realize, okay, it, it's it's time to level up. And I feel like that's where I've been at so far, as far as, um, I, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm partnered on YouTube now. And now it's like, okay, what, what now? You know what I mean? What, what's mm-hmm. the next step? And I think that was my biggest, I guess, thought process of getting past that past, like, geez, how are they growing so fast? Like, mm-hmm. and, and I was frustrated. It was really frustrating. Like, I always say, like, it's not good to watch your competition. But in the grand scheme of things, I feel like that is how, like I said, that's how I had those thoughts with myself of, all right, I got to level up my content somewhere, somehow.
0: I definitely resonate a lot with that because, um, you know, I feel like I was on the same boat that you are, right? You start to look at people who started YouTubing maybe a couple of months or a couple of years ago and you start looking at people who are doing it with you and then you see that they are making this massive jumps and you're just like oh my gosh you know like there's that jealousy and envy and all (laughs) of that just starts to mix up and it makes the entire process bitter you know it's like oh my gosh you know this is disgusting why am I not doing this right Um, so I liked your tip and advice a lot is look at what they're doing and see what how you can add that into your own process yes. so i definitely love that you mentioned a couple of mentors i want to ask you for the people who are starting out right now who are starting out putting content on youtube yeah what or who would be a few people you would ask them to reach out to in the terms of looking you know when they're looking for mentors
1: um who to specifically reach out to i mean they could reach out to me honestly like i i, I like i said i like that I'm reachable. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and in my own community itself, you know, I've been able to find opportunities for people. And I feel like that's been my biggest thing as a mentor, as far as like, if there's a way I could help you, I'm a definitely try to find a way to help you. And and in my own community as well, like I have a, a lot of people, um, one of my close friends, his name is actually Malik as well. Um, and he, he just started his YouTube journey not too long ago. And, There was almost a point where like I didn't talk to him for like a couple months. Right. And then we hop on a phone call and I'm like, dude, you've grown so much. You know what I mean? And the content you're doing and the things you're doing. And I would consider him somebody who could start mentoring people as far as this is what you do. This is how I did it. And I I think. You know, As far as advice to people who are looking for mentors and looking for people that they can reach out to, like I said, look to people in your space and look to people that are starting it around when you started it. And I think those are the best mentors, like somebody I would consider a mentor to. He's only like four years younger than me. You know what I mean? But he looks up to me because I have that just a little bit of added experience in ways that I can help him. And I think that's, that's definitely my advice because, you know what I mean? In my career as, as well and being in the marketing profession, like those are the type of people I reached out to. Like, you know what I mean? You, you've been doing it, you know, a couple years longer than me. What can I do to get to that step? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's how you can continue to move, especially once <laughs> you move f- further and being a content creator. You know what I mean? Once somebody reaches a hundred thousand subscribers, they still have to have somebody to confide into, you know what I mean? They still have to have somebody to say, Hey, don't, don't do that anymore. Like that's (laughs) not the the best route to go. And I feel like that's how you have to keep moving as far as like, okay, who can I reach that's in my same space? And I, I think that's, that's definitely the most important for sure.
0: Yeah. Did you ever have to have difficult conversations where people were like, don't do this you know and you're like oh my gosh this was this was my one of the most creative ideas and this person's telling me not to do this like what
1: the (laughs) hell is going on here yes yes Uh um I, i will say um Probably more so in my career as far as just being a, a person in marketing. Um, a lot of small business owners do reach out to me. Um, and, and part of that is I, we, we discuss content because they know that I do YouTube as well. And I have to have that conversation a lot more than I thought because th- there's just people that, that get so caught up into, you know what I mean? This is my business. I don't have to worry about Twitter. You know what I mean? This is my mm-hmm. business. I don't have to worry about my YouTube content. And then they look up. And they realize wow my competition has three youtube videos up my competition has followers on twitter and those were definitely those are always the harder conversations i have to have with small business owners is like what you're doing right now is, is not going to grow anything you have going on. And, and, you know, that, that comes down to like the YouTube video titles. You know what I mean? Mm. That comes down to don't, don't post that stuff on Instagram. Like you need to post more of this. And I think those were more of the harder conversations I've had is like I said, people that are, have been so stuck in their ways in a sense. Um, they need to hear it from somebody. And I think that has kind of grown my career mm. more than anything of learning how to say, this is this is my professional advice <laughs> please don't do that anymore <laughs> and yeah. um so yeah i definitely have had to have those hard combos, but I, i'm sh- every single one of those people can tell you right now like you need to hear it you need mm-hmm. to hear it from somebody before it's too late
0: yeah i love that i want to ask you this oh my gosh this is a powerful question did you ever want to yeah. quit youtubing <sighs>
1: I, I have I have thought about this as mm-hmm. well. Only The only reason I've thought about this is because I, I just think about how hard I've had to work to get to this point just the past year alone. Um, recording videos twice a week, editing throughout the week, you know what I mean? How, being able to schedule time to do live streams. And I've think, think about how hard I've had to work this past year. And I was like, man, like one day I, I would like to kick my feet up, you know what I mean? But the more I've, I've put myself into this mode, I feel like I I don't want to quit in any any short amount of time because I feel like such great things have already came out of what I'm doing. Mm. And if I if I did, if I could choose something to quit, it would probably be my career. I, I think I would probably quit my career to continue doing what I'm doing as far as content creating and different things like that, because like I said, the people I've been able to help, you know what I mean, the entertainment I've been able to put out there, the positivity I've been able to put out there, like, I would love to be able to do that, you know what I mean, on a random Tuesday, whether it over, you know, I ain't going to some meeting downtown or something like that, so... No, I haven't thought about quitting, but I have had that conversation with myself. Um, hey, Malik you you've worked really hard so far. <laughs> like, are you sure you can you can keep this up? And yeah. I, I think that that has been the the long term thought is I'm I'm definitely doing this to drop off the things I don't care about. Really, mm,
0: I love that. Ooh, one of the biggest tips you could give to a youtuber starting out right now
1: um consistency consistency breaks a lot of things consistency breaks bad habits consistency breaks your your bad editing (laughs) because you're gonna have to get better at editing consistency (laughs) breaks so many things and i had to learn that the hard way when Mm -hmm. as soon as i stopped doing something for a couple days i had to be like oh i have have to learn how to do this edit again you know i mean i have to learn how to do this again if i was consistent i wouldn't have to learn how to do any of that stuff again only thing i'm doing is leveling up what i've been Mm -hmm. doing so i i that's always been my tip especially like i said i'm i'm a year now into it where i'm like full fledged at it consistency has helped me more than anything because it's increased my speed it's increased what I'm thinking about for content it's it's increased so many things like I said if I took a a month break tomorrow I'm going to have to relearn so many mm-hmm. things that I've done so far I'm going to have to get get the people that believe in me I'm going to have to get them back on a schedule of when to look out for my content like it's just a lot of things you would have to pick back up if you lose that consistency
0: mm, that makes a lot of sense Did you see any changes in yourself from the moment you started till now?
1: Of course, of course, um, in my career. So, um, I want to say just a, a little bit more on, as far as my marketing career, I've been, I've been in the marketing profession for about four years now. Um, I'm a fairly recent college graduate. When I was a recent college graduate, I was not good at speaking, uh i was not good at presentations i was not good at you know i mean small content ideas um and those were all things that have improved since i've been on this journey as far as i can think of a content idea you know i mean you give me a couple pieces of things i can think of something to do even if it's small because i've seen what those small projects can do in the grand scheme of things, uh, yeah. as far as my speaking, as far as, you know, what I mean, being confident in front of people I don't necessarily know um, that has helped a lot. Just because, you know, when you're on live stream and you're reading the chat and somebody throws in a, a left curveball and you have to, like I said, react to it in a genuine way, um, it, it teaches you a lot. And mm. I, I will definitely I would definitely say from when I started YouTube to where I am now, I feel like I've I definitely have grown in a lot of different ways as far as as far as being a small business owner, as far as being, um, you know what I mean? Somebody who can mentor people now, as far as people giving people opportunities um, that I've learned around the, the community of content creators, like it's it definitely has been a lot of growth as far as, you know, what I mean, my personal self.
0: Yeah, I love that. Oh, I want to ask you a few questions really quickly. Number one tip to grow on YouTube quickly.
1: Number one tip to grow on YouTube quickly. This changes every few months. I tell people that all the time. Whatever the growth tip is this month will probably change next month. But right now, short form content is honestly the way to go. The way they're pushing YouTube shorts right now um, is is honestly doing a lot better than what I'm doing on TikTok. TikTok, I had a lot of things, um, I guess, get a a few thousand views, you know what I mean, for instance, but I can post that same thing on YouTube and get the same type of interaction. And I feel like that's so powerful on a platform where it's, like I said, it's synonymous to Google. If somebody looks up how to play this game, They could find your content you know what i mean just based off of what they're searching up so short form content get better at creating a short form content if that's grabbing the smallest clip of what you're doing and adding text on it adding a funny meme on it something like that less than of like a minute 30 seconds i think that's that's honestly the biggest growth hack i can say right now as far as growing quickly
0: yeah i love that like I started posting shorts on YouTube, and I went mm-hmm. from literally, I think I was at twenty subscribers or something, and now I'm close to reaching five hundred. So, huge jump, yeah, right? Yeah. I was like, "Wow, uh, this is this yeah. is all it took," kind of a thing. Uh, yep (laughs) all right that's that's just where we
1: are with short form content like people just people just enjoy seeing these i how i've been saying it to the people that are with me is it's like a commercial think of what you could do as a commercial for your content and that will be your short form content
0: i love that all right number one tip for anyone who has to deal with trolls or negative comments
1: um mm, that one is a tough one i would honestly say ignore it they aren't your supporters anyway if they're Mm -hmm. trolls if they're giving you negative comments because once you do start getting that real love and you start getting those real interactions when you see a troll and you see negative comments it's like they really wasted time to do that like all right anyway back to what we're doing like you know what i mean like that's that's kind of how I feel like you gotta move around it because once you do start growing in, in your content, once you do start growing in what you're doing online, you're gonna get that real love. And once you mm. do get that real love, like, it's like, dude, I, I'm, they're wasting time doing that. I'm definitely not gonna waste time doing that. I, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. I gotta do that. Like a troll yeah. negative comment is like bottom of the barrel. So mm. my biggest tip, man, try your hardest to ignore it because the real love is definitely gone. The real yeah. love gonna wipe all that away
0: oh i love that number one tip for someone who just has heard some kind of um a comment that actually is going to help them but it is one of those hard conversations the the word for it is completely skipping my mind there is this word for it ah but yeah number one tip for anyone who's hearing a comment that is actually going to help them grow but it still hurts
1: it's hard for them um I w- I would honestly say like if, if this is something you want to do if if there's any path you want to do that you know this conversation relates to um l- listen to the people that have done it longer than you you know what I mean listen to the people who have done it further than you cuz the first thing they will tell you is how many times they had to change or evolve and there's no, it, it's really harder to do those things if you don't listen to them hard comments or those discussions where you're like, dang, you, I got to do all that to keep growing. Like, yes, you do and more. Because when you think about mm-hmm. the people that are at the top at whatever profession, whatever career, they'll tell you many times how many obstacles and how many hard points they had to overcome. To get to that point and i think that's how like i'm a, I'm a big reader mm. and you know a lot a lot of the things that i read as far as like you know celebrities and different people that i enjoy it's always good to hear them outside of their profession because like i said that's the first thing they'll tell you is it, it's not easy so if you hear something that's not easy it, it, it won't be easy at a further time when you're still contemplating how can i keep growing
0: mm, i love that all right so with that i want to ask you this podcast actually started out as a spiritual podcast and as an ode to that i want to ask you if you have any spiritual or self-care routines that helps you manage not only working at a nine-to-five but also doing the side hustle but also living your life while you're at
1: it i i always recommend this i i almost think it is spiritual because i i have looked more into meditation a little bit more but I always just say, think of a brain off time. Think of a time around the day where you can literally turn your brain off. And I've done that. I've done that like there's movies I watch that turns my brain off. You know what I mean? There's video games that I can play that turns my brain off. And I, like for I, I have a dog. Uh, he loves walking. Like that turns my brain off. Like just times where I'm not thinking about my schedule. I'm not thinking about what I need for dinner. I'm not think. I'm not thinking about anything. And usually when I come back from those times of turning my brain off, <laughs> I, I I can think a lot more clearly. I and I, I relieve a lot of different stresses that are on me. Of you know what I mean? Oh that wasn't so bad like i can handle that and that was something i learned as an adult because you know once i did start grinding in my career once i did start doing these side hustles i start realizing how much time i didn't have and that started to stress me out Mm. and then like i said once i did start finding times where you know i mean 30 minutes here 20 minutes here where i'm just not thinking about anything like my brain is off has helped me tremendously up to this point. I've I've kind of grown into. Like I said, I'm researching more meditation techniques and different things like that. Come to find out, that's that's almost what meditating does for it. So I, I would definitely say that's that's probably the top for me right now. I love that. You know, you just
0: you just stole my career as a coach because I was like,
1: <laughs> that is the number
0: <laughs> one tip I usually okay, give people okay. uh, when yeah. they're he- you know working on the stress or burnout. Is like you need to schedule some brain off time you know yeah. literally I'm gonna use that yeah. term I'm gonna steal it from you uh, yeah, okay hey, use it that was a, that's the best way I,
1: that's the best way I can describe it to people who have it tapped into yeah. you know what I mean that mindset of turn your brain off when you say mm-hmm. that to somebody they're like i can't turn my brain off it's like all right you got you got some practice to do this yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah oh my gosh no i definitely love that tip a lot my next question for you is this what has been one of your souls conquest and what is your current souls conquest and i want to define souls conquest real quick because i feel like you'll appreciate it uh the souls conquest is like you know when you're playing a video game you have all these side quests that helps you gather armors, friends, tools, potions, and all of the stuff that will then help you on your main quest. Like you are not aware how much it will help in your main quest, but you still go out there and do it. So the soul's conquest is kind of like doing this mini side quest so that you can then go on and use all the things that you learned here, or all the things that you gathered here on the main quest called life. So yeah, what has been one of your old soul's conquest and what is your current soul's conquest?
1: First of all, I love the way you describe that because now I I definitely have an answer for that. Um, I would definitely say it's funny because I I just went through this conversation with um, actually an actual meeting I was in not too long ago. Um, And they were asking me, you know, I mean, where do you see yourself in five years? Mm. I hate that Mm. question because when I started in my career, I didn't know what I wanted to do as a, as a recent college graduate, you know what I mean? They tell you, you know, go, go out into the world, do your thing. And like, I'm sitting there like, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, <laughs> like, that doesn't help me at all. Like, I need, I need to know what I need to yeah, do. Yeah. That's like
0: the vaguest advice ever. Go there and do something. That's figure number. it out. Yeah.
1: I'm like, no, i like, that. I, I always hated that question. Yeah. Like where you see yourself in five years and the more I have definitely navigated all these, all, like you said, all these side quests, You know what I mean? Doing freelance marketing work, doing YouTube, doing content creating. um, I I really feel like, you know, my long term goal is is to not only be able to to pay other people to to do their talents, but it's to be able to help people put themselves in those positions to do that. And I want to be. In a position where i can always do that you know what i mean i want to be the person that you call to be like hey i have this business i have this idea i need to get it off of the ground and i feel like that's something that long term i I want to do that at at a very higher level of if you haven't done this 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 and that you know what i mean i can help you with that and i feel like that's something that you know i mean me me being an african-american like that's something that you know a lot of us don't have like just to be completely honest we don't have mentors that own businesses. We don't have mentors that run banks. And you know what I mean? We don't have those type of mentors. So we have to do it on our own. We have to be able to be the ones to do that. And I feel like marketing and being able to, you know, show your authentic authenticity, to show your true self. I feel like that's something that I can be good at. You know what I mean? Like I said, my, my five-year goal down the road, I feel like I can be someone that can be in anybody's corner to, to help them get to that next level of marketing their business, brand, content, everything like that.
0: Yeah, that is so powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Ooh, I'm definitely going to ask anyone who's listening right now and starting out on YouTube, reach out to Malik. I'm going to post a few links in there in the podcast description. Go uh, check him out, reach out to him. I feel like he would be a great help and support to you. I'm going to reach out to yeah. him after this podcast. And I'm like, yo, I need help, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, amazing. So, all right, what is something that has recently impacted your life a lot?
1: Um, I would honestly say just being an adult. <laughs> like I, I I I I'm I'm being 1000% honest like I have friends that, you know what I mean, are just having their first child, like, you know what I mean, we we just bought our first house not too long ago and it's like adulthood just slapped me over the head like honestly the past year. And it's crazy yeah uh, adulthood is definitely something crazy to navigate and i just love that i have friends you know what i mean and people close to me to have those conversations of like hey yo this sucks y'all <laughs> like <laughs> adulthood is not fun and um you know, just learning how to pay bills do uh, taxes like like all of that stuff is just yeah i think that has definitely literally this past year that's definitely impacted me more than it has you know my whole life mm-hmm. and you know that something in that too like um, I think educating yourself is definitely something I have definitely said to, at this point in my life is you know what I mean read books you know what I mean take take some more classes different things like that because you know what I mean I can confidently say what they're teaching in marketing courses is, is different five five years ago from when I graduated right. you know what I mean and, and to say that like I said I still gotta read stuff I still have to you know what I mean hop on webinars and different things like that to to continue to educate myself mm-hmm. and. That has helped me a lot, but like I said, that has definitely been the sh- biggest obstacle is learning how to still stay alive for the next, you know what I mean, yeah. 50, 60, 70 years. Like, it's, it's not an easy task, yeah. so you know, I, 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 that's, that's definitely the, the grind right now.
0: Oh my gosh, I hear you so hard. All right, uh, I'm not going to dive deeper into that because I feel like if we do... I'm going to have like a full on ranting session of how hard is actually. And I just want to go back to being a child and actually go back and slap myself first. Like, stop. You don't actually want to be a adult. be a child for as long as you want to be and as long as you can be. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. I, I resonate so hard with that. All right. So my next question for you is this, what is something that you would like people to check out of yours after they listen to or finish watching podcast episode together
1: yeah so um i actually just recently started this project on my on my gaming youtube um it was like my my evolution or my evolve um i called it the mc show the name of my youtube is malik childish so i I called it the mc show and on this show I, i just talk about other games in the industry i talk about other content creators in the industry and it's my owed to, you know what I mean? If you watch it, my editing is, I feel like top tier, you know what I mean? I feel like my my lighting is top tier, like these are all things that I had to build up to. And if you are on YouTube and you watch that video, I feel like that's something that you could be like, wow, like I, I see what it has to take because you'll see it. The video does not have thousands of views, you know what I mean? It does not have thousands and hundreds of comments and i'm not mad at that because that's not my final product Mm. my final product is you know i I hope to collaborate with you know other game developers i hope to collaborate with game companies and different things like that that's my long-term goal and when i present this to them as far as i'm a content creator that can make good content they'll be able to see dang you were doing this a year ago you know Mm -hmm. i mean you were doing this months ago. Like we, we would love to see what you can do now. Ooh. And I feel like that's that's something I would definitely recommend for people to watch as far as, wow, he can collaborate different brands. in this, yeah. He can collaborate different content creators in this and, and continue to grow his page. And like I said, long term, I think it, that is the series that will help my page a lot more.
0: I love that. Tell me the name of one brand you would like to collaborate with and put it out there in the podcast so that if they ever come across uh, this, they're like, oh my gosh, Malik uh, was wanting to collaborate <laughs> with us. We need to reach
1: out. Oh man. So there's there's two companies. There's two companies. Mm-hmm. EA. EA is, is they were in charge of a lot of the sports games that we know and love from like the eighties. Mm-hmm. So I would love to collaborate with them as far as this is not working, what you guys are doing right now. Like we need to evolve it to people like me, you know what I mean? And content ideas like me. And the other company is 2K. 2K is literally in that same category. They've been making sports games for Twenty plus years now, thirty plus years now, and I, w- I would love to just collaborate with them, old companies, to say, you know what I mean, to give my new generation ideas. Uh, uh, this is this is my ideas for the next twenty years. You guys had it this twenty years, but here's my ideas for the next twenty years. I love if that's that. content, if that's editing, you know, if it's anything like, I would love to collaborate with them on some. Product.
0: I love that. If anyone from East or 2K ks watching or listening to this right now reach out to Malik links are in the description you know where to reach out to him reach out to him uh one last thing that you would like to leave my listeners and watchers with
1: yeah um i i love the the whole concept of like the soul journey and you know what i mean reaching reaching your true self because i think that that itself is a mindset i don't think a lot of people have mm. as far as but what what is my true Reason to be here, and a lot of people are like, I don't, I don't have my reason. I don't know my true reason. It's like look around, you know what I mean. Look, look what people confide in you for, you know what I mean. Look what passions you enjoy doing. Look what TV shows you like watching. Like th- those can all give you those hits, you know what I mean. Those ideas of, oh, I, I wish I could do something like that, or you know what I mean. I'm pretty good at that, and I feel like that's something that has helped me a lot as far as my, my soul journey is, you know what I mean? I had, to, I had to slow down and look around and, and see what I enjoy doing. And I think just moving towards where I am in my career, moving towards where I am in my side hustles and you know what, I mean, what I'm doing. I think just just slowing down and realizing I enjoy doing this, I don't enjoy doing this, you know what I mean? Different things like that. You have to learn the steps to get closer to that point of I truly enjoy what my soul is doing right now, mm-hmm. so yeah.
0: I love that. I loved having you on this podcast, Malik. There was so much that people can walk away with. Like I wish this podcast episode was available when I was starting out with my podcasting (laughs) journeys on it. I could learn a lot from it. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for being here, for sharing your amazing advices, tips, and your journey with all of us here on the Soul's Conquest. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you had fun.
1: I did i I really appreciate it. this was exactly what i was was needing. you know i I reached out to you like, hey let's let hop on a call. And, <laughs> yeah, and everything I've expected this is definitely a lot of fun.
0: Oh yeah, amazing. let's go. Thank you so much for listening till the end of this episode. I am extremely excited and grateful to have you here as a part of the conqueror family and for you to enjoy all these episodes that I am putting forward take a screenshot of this episode share it on your stories and tag me on instagram at madhurima that is m a d h u r i m a underscore freedom that is f r e e d o m soul coach s o u l c o a c h wow that's a mouthful but Feel free to tag me on there and let me know what your biggest takeaway from this particular episode was. You can also let me know on Instagram who is a guest that you would like to have on the show next and I will try my level best to reach out to them and have them on the show just for you guys. Thank you so much for being here once again. Please feel free to rate, review on Apple and let me know what you think about this episode. Thank you so much. I'll see you in the next one.